0: Hello and welcome to another session of Investors Chronicle Boardroom Talk. I'm Jonas Crosland and I cover all things property related and I'm delighted to be joined here today by Mike Hilton who's investment advisor to Phoenix Spree Deutschland. Welcome Mike. Thank you. Now Mike, uh, Phoenix operates as a landlord in the German residential sector, predominantly Berlin. What are the attractions of the Berlin residential
1: market? I think principally the reason why uh, we invested there was the imbalance between supply and demand. Uh, historically, the, there's been very little construction activity in the Berlin residential market, and with growing demand for apartments, we now have a gap between supply and demand. So if you look at 2016, for example, there was 60,000 new people moved to the city on, on a net basis and that led to a demand for around 30,000 apartments and yet construction was just 7,000 and that's been reflected in rising rents and also falling vacancy rates. Uh, so we believe that there's a structural story in the Berlin market uh, of growing demand, limited supply, which will continue for many years into the future. Is it true to say that rental controls have held back new construction? Uh, Is
0: is this still the case?
1: I think that's an interesting question. Historically, the uh, German market has been subject to uh, rental controls for uh, what we would call sitting tenants or existing tenants. So once you're in an apartment, you're protected uh, from rent rises by various pieces of legislation. And that, no doubt, has had a somewhat dampening effect on the desire to construct new rental housing. More recently, there's been additional regulation come into the market in the form of legislation which tries to restrict the prices that landlords can can charge new tenants. Uh, I'd say that's been less successful uh, in limiting uh, rent rises. Uh, But nevertheless, I think probably the biggest uh, risk or the biggest challenge that uh, any landlord faces operating in the sector is the changing uh, legislative environment and changing regulations. The government are trying to walk a middle ground between trying to protect tenants from sudden sharp rent rises, which we think is, is sensible. At the same time, they must recognise they have to pro- provide incentives for landlords and investors to invest in property and improve and make good and make new uh, properties for people to live in. Yeah. So if
0: rents can only be increased on new leases, um, presumably this gives you a considerable uh, reversionary element.
1: Yeah, that's correct. If you look at the, our own uh, metrics, we have a considerable gap between the rents that we achieve on a new lease and the rents that our average tenants are paying. Typically, it's around 35 to 40% is that is that gap. And that's what gives us a lot of embedded growth in the portfolio because naturally, over time, as tenants leave, and tenants leave on average every seven or eight years, uh, we will be able to relet the unit at the market rent and see a, an increase in the rent for that apartment, which then feeds through into our rental income for the fund.
0: Now, rental has always been a, a preferred avenue in Berlin. Uh, Are
1: there any signs that
0: um, it's more interested in buying apartments?
1: Yeah, we see growing demand for what we call condominiums, which are single apartments. So traditionally, the market was dominated by blocks of rental uh, properties. So there'd be between 20 and 40 apartments in a a single block. And those blocks would be traded uh, between institutions. In the past four or five years, we've seen a a growing uh, demand for condominiums, uh, either from individuals looking to move into them or for investors who are looking for a buy to let opportunity. And so what we've been doing on a limited basis is taking the apartment blocks that we own, we split them into individual apartments on the land registry and we sell the individual apartments to investors or our occupiers and some cases the tenants who buy their own unit at a profit at a higher value. Mm-hmm. So that is a, it's a small market, but it's growing, uh, and we think over time, uh, naturally, there'll be an increased demand for individual apartments uh, from investors and our owner-occupiers.
0: That's an interesting avenue, because I think you've identified that um, a block of condominiums is probably worth more when sold on an individual basis than the the block itself.
1: Yes, that's correct, yeah.
0: Yeah, so you're now buying blocks, uh, apartment blocks, with a view to doing that?
1: On a selected basis, our main uh, business, uh, and I think this will remain our main uh, business for the foreseeable future, is is to uh, asset manage the portfolio and grow the rental base and that will drive the, the net asset value of the fund and that should feed through to the share price. On a selective basis, we will look to uh, run a number of condominium projects. At the moment, we have three, um, uh, three buildings that we're selling individually but we have more than 100 properties, so it's, it's a relatively small part. It's not to say in the future that it won't grow, but at the moment uh, we still see a lot of opportunity in the rental market uh, to to grow uh, the value of the fund.
0: Hmm. Now, funding in Germany is very cheap. Is that something you see continuing for a time yet?
1: We are definitely benefiting from an era of low interest rates, so our borrowing costs are extremely low. So when we started uh, the the business 11 years ago, we were borrowing money at 5.5% now we're borrowing money at below 2%, and that obviously makes it more profitable, and that's led through, no doubt, into uh, the fact that prices have risen as a result of cheaper de- debt financing. Uh, I don't see anything um, in the, let's say, the short to medium term that's going to reverse that. Um, I think inflation is still relatively low, although the signs that it has picked up slightly in Germany, but we believe that the, uh, the policy of the EU to um, continue with quantitative easing will mean that interest rates should stay low into the medium term, which will be beneficial for real assets and hard assets like property in particular. And, of course, you're operating, you're lucky to be in a market that,
0: uh, what should we say, is relatively uh, protected or divorced from the the, the the troubles that we've had over here with um, uh, Brexit, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
1: The only thing that you've got on the horizon is, uh, of course, the election. That's right, yeah, and that is probably the the biggest event uh, in terms of sentiment this year in Germany. It will remain to be seen how much of an impact it will have on the real economy. Coming back to the point I made uh, at the beginning, the the biggest, uh, I say, challenge for us is probably regulation. Uh, The election brings an opportunity to uh, electioneer and to, uh, because the majority of voters in Germany are renters, housing policy is, is one of the key campaign uh, messages that the politicians like to put out there. So we, it's possible we will see certainly some rhetoric about uh, increasing regulation which potentially some of that rhetoric could feed through in one year or 18 months time into into further uh, controls uh, on, on, on the rental market. But um, We take a a sort of higher view and say that if you're not building enough housing and if you have increasing demand, that ultimately that is still a good macro bet, that the government can try at the edges for price controls and rent controls. But ultimately, um, if more and more people are moving to Berlin because it's emerging as a true capital city uh, with growing uh, uh, cultural technology and media industries – then we believe that can only lead in the medium to longer term, it can feed through into higher real estate prices and property prices.
0: Mike, thanks for coming along today.
1: That's no problem at all. Pleasure. Thank you.